Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. The sun is shining, birds are singing, it's Dave from Real, and thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again, where every episode I aim to bring you helpful hints and tips that I hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. And in order for you to uh, better understand how to make better decisions, you need the highest quality information available to you. And so uh, today I thought it might be timely just to give you a market wrap from our friends at CoreLogic. So thank you Tim Lawless from CoreLogic for releasing the report today uh, with some commentary and a bit of a breakdown uh, as to what's going on in real estate markets around Australia. And uh, for those that missed our episode recently with with Rod Westerhouse from Brisbane um, to find out everything about what's going on uh, in the Brisbane market, please tune into that podcast, I think from about a week ago. So just check that one out and you'll be right across what's going on in the Brisbane market. And uh, likewise, uh, check out my podcast with John Buckley if you're curious as to the idiosyncrasies and the drivers behind the Canberra market. And really that those podcasts are the stories behind the marketplace. And uh, so... And it's what's really interesting is that um, uh, our conversations with those leading professionals really reflect what's going on at the moment. So um, when I was talking to John, he was talking about a largely static market that seems to be set for growth. And since the federal election, there has been uh, a high degree of confidence in that marketplace, which seems to be a bit of a a washover from the uh, Sydney market. And so uh, trending over the last five years, Canberra's at a 23.4% increase in property values and is at its peak right now and so uh, and so has been a really strong and robust market over recent times with uh, 2% growth over the last 12 months. Um, Adelaide by comparison uh, over the last 12 months has dropped by just under 1% so very much incremental uh, change there largely you wouldn't notice it um, and it's a, largely a statistical anomaly there uh, over the last five years whereas Canberra's seen a 23.5% increase uh, Adelaide has edged forward by 10.2% um, so still growth and in the right direction but how does that compare against Sydney and Melbourne well Sydney and Melbourne are still both tracking at off uh, still off the peaks of a few years ago so Sydney is still about 10 and a half percent off of the peak of just a few years ago Melbourne though is not that far behind achieving new record median pricing um, at 5.8 percent and is surging strongly with 27.8 percent capital growth over the last five years whereas Sydney uh, has lagged behind somewhat at 20.3 percent now, so you can see that there's been huge growth in those large population centres on the eastern seaboard, uh, less so in Brisbane, which um, has seen a decline of uh, 1.3% over uh, the last 12 months, and much of that decline can be put down to higher density properties, apartments in particular. Uh, the market seems to have been flooded in the southeast corner with apartments over uh, the last 24 to 36 months, and that's really uh, created a drag. Whereas I do understand that uh, housing 
uh, itself. So dwellings uh, on considerable allotments are selling exceptionally well. And, um, and anecdotally anyway, it seems that those properties are selling better than they ever have. Um, still, Brisbane isn't tracking too far off of what was its peak. Um, as a matter of fact, only 1.6% off of that, and it's still trending at 7.5% uh, growth over the last uh, five years. So a little bit less growth in here in Adelaide, uh, but we do know that Brisbane's market is much more volatile, and you'd have to wonder if there wasn't that collapse in apartment values, whether or not uh, Brisbane would be rivaling or bettering uh, Adelaide's capital uh, growth over the last five years. So where has there been pain in the Australian real estate market? Well, in the same way that over the last five years, Sydney has increased in value by 20%. Perth, on the other hand, has declined in value by roughly the same amount. And over the last 12 months has uh, fallen even further. So is now tracking at 21.6% off of its peak values. Uh, of the pre-GFC era um, and is at 8.796% uh, off the mark for the last 12 months. So uh, that uh, Perth was enjoying somewhat of a real estate renaissance up until the last 12 months and has seen values uh, flatline since and, um, and slowly decline. Uh, the only capital city to experience a worse time than that has been Darwin and over the last 12 months it's eclipsed Perth's collapse uh, by just a, a, over half a percent, 9.2 percent fall in values um, and that's uh, now projected out over a five-year loss of property values of 30, just nearly 31 percent and as a result now Darwin is tracking it 30.6 percent off of its peak values of the uh, pre-GFC era. And so therein uh, tells you the, the two-speed tale of Australia's real estate market. The Eastern Seaboard doing exceptionally well, Western Australia and the Northern Territory experiencing a lot of pain, and in the middle, figuratively and actually and statistically, is Adelaide just bouncing along. Um, so now, how does that translate into uh, Adelaide, uh, the northern suburbs market, if we're going to look at things on a more of a micro? And I know a lot of people do tune into the podcast and not just get that uh, broader perspective, but also uh, have things put into a northern suburbs context. Well, consumer confidence is at a uh, record low. Business confidence has also dropped considerably and the land tax debacle has more than had its effect on the real estate market over the last couple of months. As a matter of fact, it was probably the last thing that we needed after the Banking Royal, Royal Commission, and uh, which led to a tightening in lending criteria and made, making it more difficult for everyday people to secure loans. Um, and then, of, of course, we had a federal election, which always throws a spanner in the real estate works. And so uh, we've come through um, probably the most tumultuous year that uh, since the GFC, um, and these external factors um, have had a detrimental effect on buyer confidence and activity, and that's translated to uh, very low transactional activity, as a matter of fact, record low transactional activity. So South Australia is tracking at around 2,000 less transactions uh, this year as opposed to the last year or two. So although we've seen capital growth over the last five years of just over 10%, and uh, an incremental increase of uh, 
values over the last 12 months. That is only because there is far less people out there thinking about selling their property, uh, which is an indication as to where confidence is sitting at the moment. Now, very fortunately, the pool of buyers has contracted and it has done dramatically as well, but just not to the same extent. So that buy demand ratio still seems to feel like it's in the favour of the vendors and especially early on in a campaign. But can soon shift and that dynamic seems to come week three to week five in a campaign where the interest drops away and uh, exposes the uh, thin, uh, thin uh, veneer of buyer activity uh, that um, uh, that provides in our marketplace. So um, the takeaway for the northern suburbs is that uh, we're seeing we're not seeing capital growth increases. Uh, I would say that the statistics represent our anecdotal experience, where uh, properties are roughly selling for what they uh, were not too long ago. There hasn't been tremendous movement in the market. And that it's really property specific. So if you've got four bedrooms, two living areas, two bathrooms, double garage and garage into the rear, you're going to prove popular on the market. But if you've got three bedrooms, small frontage, single carport, one living area, villa style home, uh, there's a lot more of that type of property on the market and you're less likely uh, to uh, enjoy competition come sale time and that'll reflect in the pricing that you achieve. Uh, I'd also suggest that our 0.9% growth in property values in Adelaide has more to do with the higher priced uh, properties that have recently sold with recent records being achieved and more properties selling over $2 million in Adelaide than any other time in our history. And so uh, we can see that the top end of the market is certainly doing its bit to drag uh, the rest of the market along statistically, um, if not uh, transactionally. Um, and so therein um, lies a great opportunity for buyers, I feel, that have got time on their side. If I was a buyer, I'd be waiting uh, to see what happens next and not necessarily jumping into the marketplace right now. Conversely, if I was a home seller, I'd be looking to take advantage of these excellent selling conditions for as long as they last. Because we do know if there was a surge of 10 to 20% extra uh, new releases come to market over the next couple of months or maybe even in the early new year, that would have a detrimental effect on vendors' chances of achieving great money for their home. So I'm Dave For Real. I hope you appreciate and uh, the, the market a little bit more now and have some uh, high quality information at your disposal, uh, which helps you make a better decision in real estate this weekend. Um, and if you ever have any questions or queries relating to any real estate matters, never hesitate to reach out to us directly. You can do so through any of our social medias, or of course, uh, you can do so directly uh, via that old method, the phone, we're never too far away. I want to thank, uh, just finally, uh, my friend Craig Ike from uh, DFC, Diamondback Fighting Championship. Um, and uh, he's got a fantastic event on this Sunday, uh, 3rd, of Sept uh, sorry, 3rd of November uh, at the Adelaide Oval, uh, where there's several title fights taking place. It's uh, South Australia's premier martial arts promotion, and I, I believe that there uh, is still uh, some tickets floating out there and may be available at the door. Uh, of course, to avoid disappointment, reach out to Craig Ike at Cardioflex. MMA uh, to secure your tickets or jump online and book them now and make sure you don't miss out on what will be the greatest MMA event in South Australia's history taking place at the Bradman Room this Sunday 
at uh, Adelaide Oval. Um, so I also want to thank Craig from Northern Roller Doors. Uh, now, Craig has um, been very kind in uh, offering a free uh, installation of a motorized uh, of a motor for a roller door um, with uh, two remotes. Now that would normally be uh, $350. And so he's offering that prize as part of a promotion that we've collaborated on, uh, which you can access on my Facebook page, Dave, Dave Stockbridge's Real News. So jump onto Dave Stockbridge's Real News now. Uh, you'll see the post in the feed. Jump in to give yourself a chance to win. All you have to do is like my page, like uh, Northside Roller Doors page, and uh, make sure that you share that post to give yourself every chance of winning that prize worth $350. And uh, to everybody that's been tuning in um, over recent times, if you haven't already subscribed, please hit the subscribe button and ensure that you're receiving notifications of new episodes as they become available. You may have noticed we've bumped up our frequency over recent times with releases. Um, and so there have been people that have checked in uh, once a week and found that they've missed out on two or three episodes that have been released in the meantime. So please uh, subscribe. Make sure you're getting those notifications of new episodes as they become available as we're aiming to get uh, three or four out there to you every week if we can. Um, as I've explained before, we did try to go weekly, uh, sorry, daily, um, after being weekly for the first 18 or so months. And uh, it's, a, it's not reliable. It's often difficult to keep on top of that type of schedule. And so uh, we're just creating the content as the time becomes available to us, as topics become pertinent, and as the information uh, becomes relevant. So uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And I look forward to bringing you more next time. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Day Stoppage Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.